flyover state of film was shot in front of a live studio audience. Welcome to AOL Movie Phone, presented by Flyover State of Film, episode 25. And as usual, we have our hosts, Brian, Joe, Yousef, and TJ. Woo! Everyone crack those drinks. Woo! Ooh. How's everyone feeling tonight? Oh, I'm alive. So, so oh. good. You know what? So Not great. What's up? Not great. You, you, you alright? We just... I see everyone posting about this event and oh, you know, yeah. I just wanted, we, I reached out, didn't get an invite. Uh, honestly, you have Nick Cage opening up this waffle house and you guys send fucking Tom and Ryan. And it's ridiculous. Who are they? Oh, Who I see are they? I've been fucking covering Nick Cage for five fucking years being a fan. Uh, that's a good point. I mean, it's ridiculous. But you got, I mean, I'm pretty sure you got to, you, you're, we're going to talk no. about it though, right? We're going to talk about the Nick no, Cage off no. Those up. fucking idiots are over there. And I'm not covering their fucking event. We were going to do a flyby. We we're going to do a flyover state flyby on this event. I wanted to eat those pancakes. I wanted to sit down and talk to Nick Cage about his newest DVD release. But no, now I got to fucking watch everyone on Twitter post about it. This is ridiculous. I mean, we're, we're still going to do the flyby. No, bit, no, I mean, no, no. That's the, we sent Duncan Zed out. They got some amazing footage. They got some really good. They talked to a lot of people. They That's got, great. They got Nick. They got the everyman. We're not going to not use that. That's what the show is. That's no, what no, no. It's I'm a fucking point, producer on the show. I'm saying we're not doing this. No, no. I'm the producer of the show. You are no, the no. talent. I do. No, this no, is no, no, no. Ask fucking you, affair. Sis, when I restructure no, 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 my no, no. contract. No, no, no. This isn't the Joe show. This isn't. No one would carry that. Remember, Toad Hop didn't want you. That's a good point. We had to, this is flyover now. No, no. This is my job to anchor this show. Ryan and Tom did an awesome job, and we are going to use that for content for flyover film. I've not slaved over every mediocre Nick Cage release. Yeah, I've been called a fucking shill. Maybe I am. I'll use my own money to go to that goddamn Waffle House, but I'm not going to see Nick Cage there. That's a good point. You, I, I, whether you do or not, makes no never mind. As a professional, you're gonna do your job. The one that we pay at you here to do and fly over. That's what you do. That's you cover these you events. You pull this shit the other day. You come in here in my fucking office and tell me on air when we had John Travolta in talking about his reminiscent of the fucking 25th anniversary of Face Off, and then you got a fucking problem, and we were so goddamn unprofessional. 
Hey, how I don't beautiful care is John Travolta? If you would have been doing your job, I wouldn't have to come embarrass you in front of John Travolta. Robert, that's not my fault. Robert, I, that's not my problem. There's a reason that you're not exec producer anymore. That you're not content creator anymore. I took that job yeah, because somebody show. needed I'm to not, get the reins in. I'm not gonna. I, I'm chill, just, I'm chill, Joe. Chill. No, man. No, chill, I, bro. I bust my fucking ass for this company and for everyone else. And that's a good point. You Joe. guys don't invite me. I don't get a fucking invite from Waffle House Incorporated. We had our contact doesn't have the entity, and I get that. And they might have done fine coverage, but who are they? I know, I know what I know what I'm doing here. I, well, I, I, if you want to talk about this more off air, if you have a grievance, no, 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 you'd like to air. take it up with the company. But the, our official policy is the flyby of the Nick Cage themed and star, and that he went to Waffle themed opening. Will be covered right, by fire. Let me film. take this on air, my co-hosts. You just fucking sitting there. I, I, well, this 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 douche in a fucking flap rimmed hat is yelling at me. Well, I mean, I we could put like a like a pink bow tie over it and say I think both of you guys have valid points. I agree. Both. I'm. I agree with both of you. I mean, I'm. I'm you never going to take a stand on anything. And I'm that freelancer Tom to cover Cage. He does. He doesn't even know to ask him about. About fucking wild at heart. He's just gonna be like, "Hey, so national treasure." Yo, That's fucking ridiculous. Yo, can, I, can I say something, Joe? I'm just saying, from my point of view, for me, I feel like you're being a little unprofessional because I feel unprofessional. like job... unprofessionals. You busted in here when we have people in studio. You know what this That's is? That's a ridiculous. good point. That's a good. I think TJ made a good point, Joe. Yeah, made I a handle good point, business. And Brian business is about to, to make handled. a good point. I don't. I don't worry about who I'm gonna who I might offend. All right. That's my job. Yeah, I do my saying, job. Joe, as as someone who, who is on the show and listens to the show, I feel like we should cover it because that's what the fans want. You know what I mean, Joe? I think I but, think, Joe, I think Brian, Brian, Brian may here. have gone a tad too far, uh, but I agree with mm -hmm. him 100%. Joe, Joe, we fly over State of Film Live. I've been invited to – you Nick Cage opening up a goddamn Wendy's, him opening up a Denny's, him opening up a Burger King, anything with the ease at the end of it. Well, it I'm seems like you've had plenty of access there, Joe. Yeah, uh, do you think maybe we would like some representation it, on the channel? Maybe something a little different? You know, maybe some new voices. Maybe we would get some, you know what I mean? And then you would oversee that. You know, your job would be curate their content and would use your expertise on it. But what did you do? You came on here like a damn crybaby. Now we got the now look the comment section's lighting up right now. Listen, I started do about drinking rap? Lacroix before anyone else, so oh. you tell me, crybaby. All right, are we are we ready to move on? Is what's the Joe, next topic? Or, Joe, how do you, are we ready to do news yet? Joe, are we so done? Like, uh, so Nick Cage is going to be Superman. How do you guys feel about Robert Pattinson being Batman? That's oh, awesome. That's a segue like a goddamn professional That's right great. there. You know what's professional? You Take showing a lesson, up on time. Joe. Take a note. Joe, you know what, Brian? Why don't you take a fucking invite for once? On the first try. <laughs> I got my invite. I'll be there. I'll be at that Waffle House. <laughs> so, Batman, best cast. Uh, we guys, right we now. do this all the time, by the way. Yeah, this is just how we do. This is just how we do. Don't worry about that, guys. Don't, no, no need to give. Hey, no need to give any of that. Don't give that. <laughs> Nothing. Nah. Jeez, no need to. No need. You know what? Now, as you save the Waffle House, let's save the show. Yusuf, take it off, baby. Oh, um, I, 
Well, a part of the news, like, uh, first, yeah, Robert Pattinson is going to kill it. It's Batman. That's cool. Uh, yeah, but does anybody I, have anything to say about that? He sounds awesome, right? No, it's fantastic. No, cool. Okay, good. I just hope they don't uh, bog down with an origin story. That's the one thing I hope the storytelling we do. If pearls don't hit the street, it's not a fucking <laughs> Batman movie. <laughs> Think of think of the prop master, Joe. Like the prop guy needs to make a pearl. Those like, pro, that pearl budget has been really run thin between like eight movies. What was the what was the last movie that did the? It's in the. It's, it was around the barrel. The gun. BVS. And, that was BVS. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, look, we've talked about it. that. God help me. I'm sorry I brought it up. <laughs> all right. So I, I guess I wanted to talk about this. Um. Uh crazy wave that we've been seeing recently, especially on, on YouTube, on Twitter, and change.fucking.org with all the all the petitions that fans have started um, uh, regarding saving the shows that have been canceled. And um, Brian got into a little uh, tidbit uh, today with one of the recent ones that just got canceled, which is uh, DC Swamp Thing. Um, AP Bio was canceled, and we can the list goes on and on. Uh, so what do you guys think about this? Um, the fans asking for uh, the shows Real not quick, to be canceled. Just let me say, I think a lot of my, my stuff comes from just that, like... I came from an era that when a show got canceled, it was just done. It was just yeah. over and you didn't really have a chance. And it's not that I like don't want these people to get the thing they want. I'm just too cynical and nihilistic. I'm like, you're wasting your time. The die is cast. I know there have been a few exceptions, but like throwing those three shows in my face every time we talk about this doesn't change the fact that like 78 80% of shows are done in two seasons or think, three. You know what I mean? I it's just no a one, thing that happens. And every show that gets canceled makes room for a new show. I think, so I, I don't I know. I think no one also brings up when they talk about that, like the saving, that really only exists for these shows that uh, in, in recent that are network shows. Yeah. Not these streaming services. Yeah. So... Um, so like something like like the save AP bio, like I kind of maybe saw that potentially could have happened just because uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine getting picked up by NBC. Um, well, Brooklyn Nine Nine also had like what five seasons? Yeah, it had AP enough. bio had two. Had you know what I mean? There's not enough. Uh, there's barely enough fan base to keep it going. Also, <laughs> can I just say for as many ones that got saved that we were happy about, there's always an Arrested Development to be like it would have been great to just leave that at three. Yeah, told me, told me like I could get in a time machine and go back and say you don't want this. Right. <laughs> Tell them I warn myself. Yeah. Also, maybe eat a salad. Is another I actually got in a fight about. Oh, Scrubs is going. I got in a fight a couple weeks ago with the Twitter friend about Community. I was like, they should have left yeah. it alone. They've got. They've had a last season on Yahoo with a slash budget, and it was not good. Yeah, so I think Don Hammer wasn't in it, right? He didn't. Right. Oh, a few. I think it was Donald Glover. What well, definitely wasn't in it. Uh, obviously, Chevy Chase. And I want to say one or more of the cast members didn't show up. Also, it was but like I think, I think it's fucking crazy that um, I, I actually tweeted about this. Like I think a couple of days ago, like last year alone, there were like 495 shows on air, new shows. Oh my not god! Counting, not counting well, with streaming, it's crazy. There's like yeah, so obviously never even well, obviously shit is gonna get canceled. 
It's like it's one thing. This was a really weird situation where it ended up being like a money thing that they they had been promised by the state that didn't come through, so it didn't cover their budget. Yeah, you know, so it's a little bit of a different situation than anything else. But also, that was one where it was like the hype, 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 hype. Apparently, it came out because I didn't even know it was out, and then I heard the last next thing I heard it was canceled, and it was just like came out yesterday I, I saw i saw a twitter twitter favorite twitter favorite of ours um tweet out a really good point about this with the swamp thing thing and like that i was monday kind of, i don't know if he was referring to swamp thing being like hey all these streaming services are going to put out like a season of a show to get you to join and then it may not get picked up i mean it yeah. happens a lot it happens i feel like yeah. more than we notice and then like i look and i'm surprised that the joke we've been making about lucifer has five seasons that's another one that had like three seasons on regular network TV and oh, then got picked up by Netflix to finish yeah. out its run. Oh, I did, did not know that. A more established show, you know, and it's weird because those kind of shows like Supernatural got kept on the air because fans just, you know, like sometimes there's a niche show, but like it's just more, it's way more rare than, than it is. And it's just, it's not that I'm hating on them. I get it. There's been so many shows that have been canceled that I wanted to come back that are gone forever. I understand it, but also it all, it loses its potency when you literally do it for every single show that gets canceled. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't put a petition and a Twitter and, and a hashtag when like, what are you going to do when three shows get canceled on the same day? You yeah. know, well, so well, the like- usual thing that happens with these shows is that they get canceled or they run a season, run two seasons, run three seasons, get canceled, and they end up getting in syndication somewhere. So they do I mean, make money at some yeah. point. On the other end, I mean, it's really weird. It, it was. Do you remember a couple weeks ago when uh, Fresh Off the Boat got renewed? Mm. Oh, yeah, Constance Wu was kind of like, eh. I love that show, and that literally was a show where they, they all thought it was going to end. I mean, the last episode ended – with a nice like callback, to like the they episode. got a, f- they had a what they would call a finale yeah, kind of just in for a case. sitcom, you know, like yeah. it's and okay, would have worked as finale I, enough. I I was I it did make that whole thing did make me look in a negative light a bit of Constance because she really did handle that as poor as you possibly can by I mean yeah I commenting I, like dislike on the show's renewal and this and that and whatever and it's a great show but um. You know, I, I also think like I guess these show that's a rare, uh, a rare uh, example where a show thought it was being canceled. It basically should should have been it was a Friday night slot, and it got renewed. Yeah, but yeah, I I, I, I that made me she that was nasty. <laughs> that was nasty. <laughs> well, time, with these shows getting canceled and the character, the usual characters getting uh, played again by different people all the time. Let's get back to the character tropes. Uh, Brian, what do you got for us to speak? Yeah, I mean, we've talked on this show a lot about, we like to talk about cliches and movie tropes. Everybody does. But I was thinking specifically about movie characters and not just cliches, but cliches that have kind of like widely been regarded as kind of in poor taste for a while, but somehow still keep popping up. And the ones that jumped out at me most recently that made me think of this was I was thinking about the new Predator, the Predator, (laughs) and how like they had a whole slew of like they hit all not only did they they were insensitive to people with mental illness they were insensitive to people with uh you know like veterans who have experienced ptsd they were hitting like on multiple levels but i was thinking about the crazy vet and how that's kind of still a thing even though we're starting i i feel like 
more progressive about not only mental illness, but specifically because as a country, we're very like sympathetic and we want to like help vets and like vets. And like, that's a real sticking point for Americans is like, you know, respect the vets and all that. So like as an inroad to talking about mental illness, but like still the trope of the crazy veteran who's like shell shocked in a very cliche kind of way. And yeah. now, now I even in like, movies about that, where it's like, where it should be, it's trying to be sensitive. It's actually doing a bad job. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think now it's instead of being like the burbs where he's like, Oh, this is a cookie guy. <laughs> uh, now he's like, Oh, this dude is just going to kill everybody because he went to war. And yeah. like, oh, dude, it's, this is not how we want to talk no. about this mental illness at all. Well, like Lieutenant Dan. Yeah. Right. I mean, I mean, the, punish, the, punisher, me, the Punisher. And I didn't know much. if you guys had any other ones that like uh, would fall into that category of those type of characters that you still see. <laughs> oh, uh, I would say like the the quirky, like Middle Eastern. Oh, you're so uh, racist. You know, like, I'm not like 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 like. Uh, like um like character like psychiatrist like just commentary and like like you're like Pintar from Deadpool would be the most recent example for me where mm-hmm. like they kind of <laughs> funny sincerity. What? Yeah, they kind of well Aziz actually like makes a point to not do those roles, but the poo roles. No, what right. I'm saying, like they're trying to be the 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 funny middle. Like Hollywood seems to be like, oh, they like Aziz Ansari. They like yeah, uh, Kumar. Let, let me let me just cast That's people good, that look like them. Right, cast a, a yeah, point. cast like, a young Middle Eastern work. guy and the worst, be a little bit nerdy and yeah. You know. The worst offender is um. There's this really I probably talked about it on here at some point. There's this really terrible movie called Little Italy. With uh, Emma Roberts and Hayden Christensen, there's a great how does this get made about it? Little Italy, Canada. Anyway, I'm not going to get into it. But in the pizza shop, this is like 2018 movie. Regardless how shitty the movie is, each rival pizza shop. It's about rival pizza shops. Has a uh, Indian girl and Indian guy working in them, and they're the most stereotypical, like racist things. And they also just end up making out at the end because, of course, like, they have to fall in love. Like Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, right. I, I think mine. Story, you don't know. Yeah, I think mine. I, hopefully, they do like a like a a sequel, but from their point of view. Um, I think mine and the one that I, I see a lot still, and it, it always just makes me laugh is the stern uh, boss lady that cannot keep a relationship or or any type of uh, a friendship. Focused, yeah. Yeah. yeah, she's just. She man, she she doesn't have work life balance because she has to work double the man the, to be in the man role. She's trying yeah, to have it all, but she. Can't. Although I like, yeah, the proposal is a good I one. Although that. I like that both these movies, like the set up, set it up. Uh, Netflix one was like that. Yeah. Oh yeah, Lucy Lou. That's pretty recent. Yeah. That was um, a plot. Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> Knocked up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, like, they that, never, like they never. The ugly truth. That's, yeah. a, that's a great one. They never like put it in as like, oh, like they could just find a guy who supports a career-driven woman. Bride of right. Chucky. <laughs> Bride of Chucky. I mean, she's kind of like she's upscale. The guy's very down. He lives Norm in Norman. Yeah, he definitely gaslights her for sure. Yeah, Brian, Brian literally went puts her in a stove. <laughs> Brian went uh, balls deep on Chucky today. We had a oh, yeah. 
I just want to drive to Chicago. You know, in all other instances, I'm like, whatever, a reboot, blah, blah, blah. But no, not you don't do that to Don Mancini. <laughs> oh, I got another Don one. Don the only – wait, well, we're on a truck. Well, I was going to say, I was gonna say on, <laughs> yeah, top of Chucky and what they do in the trailer is my thing is how take they, they take movie bullies and Robert at some Benson. point in the film give them the overarc where they become the good guy or like yeah. the buddy to the, the protagonist of the film. You're just like, no – Bullies don't have that at some point. They don't get a redeeming factor. They should, at some point, if you're going to write a bully, write a bully full on. Like, go hardcore with it. Make the bully the bully and make the protagonist get the whatever he needs to do over the bully to have his arc completed. But I would say, really recently, we saw this in, well, nobody saw it, but me and Yusuf did in uh, The Kid Who Would Be King. He, you know, like has. To not one so but good. two bullies. Yeah. Two bullies. He gets on his with team. Him? It is a very good movie, but that cliche is present, ever present in that. Well, for my for my favorite movie, one of my favorite movies, Little Monsters. Um, the kid that eventually grows up to be Buzz as a young child joins up with uh, um, uh, Fred Savage and fights the monsters with him. I mean, I, I like it, but at the same time, it shouldn't happen. That guy was. A I mean, that's. Uh, would you like consider what about the Bash Brothers from uh, uh, Me- Mighty Ducks? They kind of do it twice. In the yeah, first movie, twice. they do it with Elvin, and then in the second movie, Penny they Roo. do it with the Bash Brothers. They do that twice. That's a good one. Um, but that's kind of like an offshoot of the the douche with the heart of gold. Like he's been an asshole his the entire movie. Yeah, and then you learn that he's just a wounded hero what, that needed right, love. right. He, he's just been hurt. Which, too many times, or he's had a tough life. Which, like some something's he's a veteran. Get. He's a veteran. He's a vet. You know, <laughs> he's been through war. <laughs> Would Steve from Stranger Things be that too? Then yeah, yeah. And then yeah. I wonder yeah. if they go kind that of. way with um, the uh, the newer bully that they did. Uh, oh, he sucks. <laughs> Dak Dakri Montgomery. I'm the, not looking oh, yeah, forward that, to they, it, just, they made that dude a straight up psychopath. <laughs> like, that also, like they were like they went hard in the paint with that that bully character. Yeah, like, they're like straight out of a Stephen King movie. Like that guy is never never to be redeemed now, until we, he becomes the Red Ranger. Now again. here's here's a question: Would you let that guy lead your space force? <gasps> no, I got another one. Uh, the, <laughs> the the hot girl next door that is super nice to the geeky uh, kid. Like she's oh, yeah. the only one that. Is super nice to that geeky kid. Oh, it, oh, it literally just happened. In the I got a couple shot. more too. I mean, obviously, gay best friend, <laughs> the, the, the gay best friend of the so girl. Like, oh, we just need to chill out and have some popcorn, girl. Oh, girl you know. And then uh, the workaholic dad, especially as a dad, I resent that one of like, oh yeah, fuck him, right? Because he oh. put a roof over your head and you didn't have that moment, little giants. Where they run the play and the guy sees his dad oh, coming to him. But the worst offender of working dad is fucking jingle all the way. Oh yeah, because oh, it's yeah. Like, so I you're gonna say hooks a pretty bad hey, one too. Hey Joe, Joe, we don't need to talk about it again because we already did the drink along with jingle <laughs> all the way. We've already talked about enough jingle. Okay. That's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, yeah, one with that is the. Ted Danson and Colin Culkin. Very successful watch-alongs. If you've ever seen them, guys, check them out. Yeah, yeah. you should check out the the. <laughs> the dropping very very soon. I swear. <laughs> so uh, what's the what's the next subject? <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Speaking of subjects, guys. Flawless segues. Is that what we're going to talk about? (laughs) What subject would you want to lead your space force? Yousef, take it away. So this fucking thing uh, won't go away. They keep bringing up uh, the fucking space force. And at first, it was like a funny joke. And then Steve Carell is going to do a series on it. And the other day, uh, fucking Ted Cruz, Zodiac uh, Killer, uh, says he supports the fucking Space Force. So how about we just make... Oh, and and also, uh, Brad Pitt has a new uh, space movie coming out this year, which looks awesome. So, and with that in Uh, mind, I wanted to ask you guys... Brad Pitt. What's the space movie coming out? I didn't hear it. Ed Astra. Ed Astra, yeah. It looks looks sick. It does. Um, uh, so with that in mind, like I wanted you guys to pick, if you had to pick uh, the leader for this space force, who's going to protect the, the the United States and Earth? Can I pick from... off this for you? Yeah, go ahead, man. Yeah, um, this 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 segment has been fucked from the beginning. So. <laughs> uh, I want to do if we can. I want to do your 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 captain, your captain, and then your co-captain. So everyone has your guy. Everyone does their main guy, and then everyone okay. does their co-captain right. afterwards. After everyone does their main guy. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. So, I'm, so with that in mind, I'm gonna pick first, and fuck you all. Uh, yeah. My leader is gonna be Sam Bell, as portrayed by Sam Rockwell from 2009's Moon. Uh, he's a fucking clone, so if he dies, there's another one in the in the freezer ready to go. So we can always keep them shucking sh- uh, along. You know that he doesn't need a crew. He fucking He's gonna uh, keep that station running. You've got Kevin Spacey there to keep the company. Just keep. I mean, that's that could be the perfect jail time for him. Like, just ban him to the moon. Actually, and, it's not. It's no longer a robot. It's literally Kevin Spacey yeah. in a box that just yeah, like gets pushed around the the base and he has to like reach out and help help do things. His little arm comes up out of the box. Like, uh, here he you has go. one hole. But and it's then Sam Rockwell like hit him with a ruler, because yeah. <laughs> he's a dick. So that's my captain. He's funny. He, he he can keep himself entertained, and he has like disposable uh, replacements for him. So um, we don't have to worry about secession, where the administration is always going to run the same with him. You know, a space force dictatorship clone. It's <laughs> good. Uh, whoever wants to take it next. Oh, I got this. Oh, boy. I'm going with that Army Ranger, that good boy, that deep southern boy, <laughs> Cameron Poe. <laughs> he is loyal. He he's, is. Not a, he's not an astronaut? Yeah, he's not a He's pilot. a deputy ranger, baby. He was in the sky. <laughs> he was in the sky. Astronaut because I'm in trouble. I don't have an astronaut. I mean, I got an I astronaut. Said space astronaut. Mother you didn't phrase the question. Well, I think today, they though. could learn the astronaut part. All right, I mean, well, that's Armageddon great. Are we, we doing Armageddon? Well, that's I'm great. Armageddon Time out. Because <laughs> my, my co cat his co captain. No, 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 no. Pick your captain. Pick your co captain. My captain is Cameron Poe. Fucking hell. Who is a leader. He is a man among men. And he will get the job done. He will run that tight. His yeah, but he has to go to is, his daughter's his birthday. Co- his co-captain is going to be AJ Frost, aka Ben Affleck, and Armageddon. You and can't get your co-captain yet. He burned off his co-captain already, guys. <laughs> I, I didn't know we that was the plan. But 
Guess Cameron Poe is never going to leave a man behind. He's going to make sure that Space Force is run fucking tight. This 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 segment. Let's keep this segment running so smoothly, Brian. Or let's run with my astronaut choice, which is no, Ham no, Brian, from, Brian, from Space Brian, Brian, what's up? Yes. What's your Damn. what's your choice? So you need somebody if you're going into space. You need somebody with a cool head who's been in some tough situations. Yeah. You need somebody who uh, is has maybe the mind of a philosopher, and you need somebody who knows the number one rule, and that is to be nice. And that is why you take Dalton from Roadhouse as a captain your ship out into space. I can't believe you didn't go with uh, Sigourney Weaver. I was like, oh, he's going to pick aliens for sure. such a cliche that everything I say... But you're a cliche, man. Well, you could actually find uh, Roadhouse on the I would have made a great first uh, co-captain, but she's not my pick for co-captain, but she would have been a good one. If they'd have listened to her and Alien, none of this shit would have happened. I know, that's why... She didn't the ship. It's bullshit. All right, all right. All right, well, so I you're mean, sending Dalton. Anyway, so you're also, sending Dalton to be the the bouncer. Well, of Earth. He, if, but the, I also think of him as an ambassador of Earth. He's a philosophy major. He's got a brilliant mind. So, but wait, he can handle himself if shit goes down. What do you, you think know? the space force is going to do? We're just going to shoot shit down. He's all tucked into his cowboy boots, and he's yeah. ready to fuck him up. Mm. Oh hey, look at that! A little callback. <laughs> well, I I mean I, I followed you, Seth. I fo- I followed you, Seth. I actually picked a person who was Thank in you. space at some point. And I'm talking about 2176, a movie that probably not a lot of people saw, but this character Desolation, Desolation Williams was great in Ice Cube. Ghost of Mars. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, that's a great pick. John Carpenter's Ghosts of Violent <laughs> Anybody. You had so many options, Brian. This is a good pick. Dang. Shut your fucking mouth. If I had Dang. one person to watch my back, Orlando Jones. <laughs> <laughs> he has the Stone Cold Stare. He takes down any type of mutant on top of Mars, regardless of what they look like. He's got the quips. He's got the right hand. TJ okay. fucked up right. because if you take anybody from the cast of Ghosts of Mars, you take Pam Greer. I mean, but I didn't. I went with Ice Cube. Also, I need a co-captain. So, oh, so co-captain, you step. Who's your co-captain? Oh, okay. What? You step. You have a co-captain? Oh yeah, this this thing is gonna fail horribly. Uh, everything is gonna go to shit. Every, everything is gonna be destroyed. And I want somebody to survive and come back and tell us what the fuck happened. So that's why I picked Dr. Ryan Stone, uh, as portrayed by Sandra Bullock from Gravity. So when everything just gets blown the fuck up in space, he can come back and say, hey, uh, Sam Rockwell was not a good choice. Sorry. He also, she can be like, hey, I beautiful-minded George Clooney here. He's with me, too. <laughs> so that's my that's my co-captain. Uh, D- Joe, do you want to pick a third chair? I'll, I'll pick a new co-captain, and that is... I don't even remember who your first co-captain Good. was. Yeah, who was uh, it? Ben it was Cameron Affleck, Poe. wasn't it? Oh, Ben Affleck. Harry! Harry, Hold no! On. Hold on. Uh, wait, well, does he Ben read, Affleck... But I, have a better, I have a better pick. Wait, wait. He's a scientist. Wait, wait. wait. Is, look at IMDb. Give is, him a minute. Is he Ben Affleck going to eat uh, animal crackers off 
uh, Cameron Poe. Yes. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. Yes. And also then do a, another scene where Cameron Poe gets down on his knees and talks to Ben Affleck's belly. Mm. Oh, my baby girl. <laughs> my baby girl is in there. I'm going to get home and tie her up. Coming home to my ladies. Coming home forever. Put a ring I was born on July 14th. I'm gonna That's why he's a back pick. He always wants to be with his little girl. My why, birthday why you send him to July space? 14th. 14. All right, sorry. Put the bunny. My other co-captain. Right, put the space bunny back in My the other captain. So what's better than two Lindsay Lohans? No, nothing. Stanley Goodspeed, a scientist working with two... Two Nick Cages. Cages. Oh, yeah, look at So... Stanley Goodspeed, he's a, he's the brains. He's so gonna make sure things three, are going wrong. You're sending three Nick Cages and one Ben Affleck. Yeah, it's recipe for success. Like so yeah, two Nick Cages is equal to one Ben Affleck. That's just math. You're just really going into this first first bit, huh, bud? How are you, Brian? Who are you sending with uh, the bouncer? Okay, I thought one, about this one. I thought about who do I think is the best like right hand man in cinema in like the last 10 years who would i want in my co-pilot's chair who do i think would you know have a clear head be a good support system and i picked maurice the orangutan from planet of the apes yes not Dun right not dunston no dunston not dunston no, not oh. Dunstan. He's just gonna be like. I would have to get him a special helmet because he has those big face plates. But, but he's so good and smart and like calm and even-handed. He's he's a he's the he is the level in that whole franchise. And uh, I think it's an underrated. That's a great choice. Performance by Karen, somebody who did the motion capture. She was great. But anyway, that is the character I would choose to have in my co-pilot seat. Oh, it's so ring thing. Now mine. Well, you're sending uh, with uh, Ice Cube. No, no. So my my guy is gonna be uh, he. This guy is someone you want as a partner when things go down. Maybe an alien is coming from another planet, or an alien's already on your planet and underground. This guy is the guy you want with you. It's Fred Ward. It's Earl Bassett from Tremors. That's the co-pilot you want with you, especially if you're Ice Cube. He's fucking hot. He's the best. And also, he upstages Kevin Bacon a lot of times. In the movie we're about to talk about, guys, let's get right into it right now. TJ. No, hold on. I just say all TJ's choices made me think of a movie with <laughs> Pam Greer and Reba McIntyre together. We just that fucked movie, up. Like, that is the question I want. All like, segues. All I can I... think about when TJ was talking was like, Pam Greer, Reba oh, McIntyre, movie or something also, like. Also, you know how you know Cameron Poe would get the job immediately. You know for what? The Space let's, Force. Let's just, he just... would be a Trump voter, and he would immediately get the shot. That's true. Trump would probably put him yeah, in the Space Force. They do one of those awkward pictures of Cameron Poe shaking his hand in the Oval Office. Yeah, like Kid Rock. His and hair he... all pulled into a man yeah. bun, like Kid Rock. <laughs> No, he, he cut that thing clean as soon as he got home. You know he couldn't let, little, he let little Casey Poe seem like that. Let's start it again. Let's do the the waffle bit. And so, so we <laughs> Brian, do, you fucking you so took those motherfuckers out. We're off? Are we that off? I told you, CJ's fault. He pushed us back a week. How dare you have a family emergency? <laughs> <laughs> 
So yeah, before oh, that happened, care about my family. Honestly, so talking, honestly, talking about TJ, emergencies to uh, break all of this. TJ's probably had the best segues out of twenty-five episodes of this show. Yeah, he's, this no, he's probably had the overall. best segues. <laughs> and then Brian's like, "Wait a minute, I have one more point." Fuck <laughs> you! I'm playing the Joe role today. Today, that would be my job to like ignore segues and just continue talking about whatever. I want. So, of course, if any, if, of the five people who watch our show. Uh, we've had a week off. Something's happened. Uh, oh, actually, I remembered uh, the wise black person uh, in movies who... That's two segments ago. Oh, <laughs> you Go ahead, Honestly, please. just watch Laquisha. It's on Amazon Prime. It's great. Don't watch it. You oh, are going to hate watch that shit right into a fucking sequel. They're going to give Amazon the next time he sold that shit to Amazon for like $10. Next time, Amazon will give him money because of how many fuckers no. like you watched it. No, what's even worse about... Yeah, this is my Laquisha bit. What's even worse are the fucking people that wrote articles about that movie that cost like three cents. <laughs> All right, so yeah. So basically... Last time we were supposed to record, I made these guys watch SWAT. I don't know how many of you guys watch SWAT. Raise your hands. Uh, no, you we, ruined a really good bit. You ruined a great bit, TJ. We're going to tell you a great bit ready for you, TJ. Don't do it. Don't do it. We're, no, no. We're, we're not going to spoil it. It's going to come back. But I just want to say we had something planned for you. <laughs> for me? Yeah. yeah. Great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to follow that up. Anyway, TJ made an audible, and now we're watching fucking Tremors. That's what we're getting at here. <laughs> I had a whole thing where I had this whole... Uh, I made these guys watch SWAT, then I switched it up, and then made them watch Tremors. So I finally picked a good movie, I believe. You did. No, so, no, no, no. Yeah, I mean, this is a classic. Like, I don't, I'm not, no pretense. I'm not going to pretend. I fucking love Tremors. I just watched Tremors. I've probably watched it within the last six months, and I still watched it again for the show. It's no it's no Urban Legends, but you picked a good movie. <laughs> yeah, I fucking nailed it. Is it a Mars Attacks? I, I don't. It's, it is a Mars like, I never would have thought by this point in the show, 25 episodes in, that I would have the worst average of all the people, even though I'm on the show with TJ. Like, how did I end up with the worst average of picks? It's fucking I think they did pick uh, Island Dr. Moreau. But, uh, that was a great episode. <laughs> no, we did. Stuff. We did. That documentary keeps fast, though. It's, it, it's worth it. Three Lord of the Rings, though. It was like episode two. Guys, so we're at 25 Tremors. episodes. Brian Fucking we get into Tremors. Fucking Tremors. Fred Ward, Kevin Bacon, classic film, Michael Gross. Um, I know that these Reba. guys all have seen it before, but I figure we could revisit it. Let's, start, let's pick it apart if you want. Uh, start from the beginning. Basically, there's no telling how these graboids came out of nowhere. Horrible Is it New Mexico, I think? This is a great idea for a monster, right? Yeah. Like, real cool, good, good idea. Like, yeah, I mean, solid the, concept here. The creator said he like uh, was reading. He like worked in the navy and like was working like in the desert and just was thinking like, how crazy would it be if you had to keep leaving your post to go chase something underground? Yeah, hmm. a great idea. It's also we've seen so many people come up with bad ideas for monsters. I think Tremors, despite where they went with all the sequels, this is a, definitely a good start, a good base. You know, it's a weird simplicity to it. You know what I mean? It's just like a worm, but then also at the same time, it has that 
mouth with the de- different tentacles that have its own characters to it. Well, I love the way they I love the way they build. Like at first, you think it's just the weird yeah. tentacle snakes, you know what I mean? It's like, and then when they the reveal of the full sized monster is so cool. And you also how, how big how big was the budget for the punking? Okay, for the what? For the punkings, like. When they explode, oh, the pumpkin, they were just pumpkin throwing budget. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, the pumpkin, pumpkin budget. Was, yeah, how was how big was the budget? Uh, they had to explode by the biggest pumpkins out of Montana they've ever seen. I'm getting to <laughs> you. The, those puppets were just filled with some of those giant gourds that you see at the state fair. Who did that? That's how they were built. They used to use those gigantic gourds in the and like put a big tarp over it. And, and they were they were there. in the desert too. That I was gonna say. Um, I want to ask you guys before we get into the the actual first. Has anyone watched the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, or anything like that? I think Maybe I watched like kid, the second I... one back in the day, but I, it was bad, yeah. so I never went beyond that. You I was know? gonna say, Brian, if you like, you ever get a chance, I would say rewatch it because it definitely has a child's play, like Curse of Chucky. Like it, it evolves over time, and it like each episode kind of goes meta on its on each movie. When I saw the most, it's not the most recent ones. Like the it's like fourth one or something. It had Jamie Kennedy and fucking <laughs> Michael Gross. Really? Well, he's, he's and the, I was yeah. like. I was like, you know what? Maybe I should give this franchise a chance. The, this, <laughs> was, uh, the first one, Tremors. Second one, Tremors. Back to uh, back perfection. The third one. Fourth one is an, a prequel in the Wild Wild West. Okay. Fifth nice. one is where Jamie Candy comes in, and then the sixth one just dropped on Netflix like a year ago. Right. I saw it on. My son was trying to because I let my son watch Tremors with me, yeah. and he was trying to get me to look. I was like, he was like, well, I want to watch the new one, the one that's on <laughs> Netflix. I was like. Not without me watching it first, first of all, but also like, you, know, you can't just go one to five. You got to watch the whole franchise. Like, yeah. No, I, he, Actually, um, it's funny that you said uh, Wild Wild West. They sh- uh, the same guy that wrote this wrote Wild Wild West. No, really? Yep. I think he has a thing for deserts. He wrote all those racist lines for Kenneth Branagh? <laughs> Even if he does... <laughs> <laughs> even so uh i would say with tremors though he kind of nailed a lot of the dialogue with the entire little town and what was yeah. it like 50 50 people on the side oh, like fuck you. i think the the most terrifying aspect of this bullshit movie i'm, I'm sorry it's fine movie i like it um this fucking movie is that the population was 14 it was 13 i I love the idea that Fred Ward and Kevin Bacon are just like the town handyman, and they just like any job. Two dudes can handle any job in the whole town. Like I have more questions about the town than the fucking worms. Like, how do you get to that town? How do do people get born in there? They that's probably there's only one road because it gets blocked and they can't get out. No, it's a. I always equate it like the Tremors like series. Um, almost on the same level as like the Leprechaun films and like Wishmaster, like they're in that same camp where it's like that. First, those first ones are pretty fun and good. I mean, Tremors like a, Leprechaun Two is better than the first Leprechaun. And hot take yeah. here, I don't know. If that's, uh, a hot that's a bit of a hot take, but you know what I mean, though. Like it's it's in that same like you're buying much you like buy child the D- play. I gave up on Leprechaun when they stopped casting Warwick Correct. Davis. Fuck yeah. that. There's yeah. no Leprechaun movie you, without Warwick you, Davis. But, I don't see Hornswoggle. No, if I buy the DVD, it's only coming in the five pack to sell me on the other four shitty ones, and I'm buying it for one fucking movie. 
I'll sell, I'll sell you on the right, tremors. Right. I'll sell you on all the tremors easily. But I'm saying, <laughs> Michael Gross, Michael Gross, Burt Gummer, is the the consistent part of all of these movies okay, at all. Now I have to ask: Do they disrespect Reba? How does Reba leave the franchise? No. So in the second one, basically, she gets a sitcom. Is, is she leaves him so PTSD that she leaves him, and that's all they say. Okay, I just want to make sure they didn't shit on her too bad because like you are standing for Reba real hard today. Is this, Why would you not? Very white and old. Uh, so it and redheaded. Is this, is this movie big on uh, NRA houses and Doom preppers? It has. To. Yes. It has oh to. yeah, you would think it definitely has to be for sure. This has to be like the one of their faves. This movie comes with a this pack one of takes shelter, right? They like take shelter. I love it. take shelter. Take shelter is a good movie, but I bet Doomsday Preppers like it too. I <laughs> actually would argue the opposite of it. Oh wait, no, yeah, I get it. Where did they go to buy all those weapons if it's a fucking fourteen people town? Three towns yeah. over. I don't know why does anyone need that many weapons, no matter how big of a town you're in. Everyone beats me. Because they're living in a fourteen people. I, this is a horror movie. You're not. I hate. No man, if a zombie outbreak breaks uh, out of that town, the goddamn, you're not even gonna need two clips. You know where they live? Cause cause you gotta build that wall, guys. Mm. Yeah, that's why. That's why they need that. They're in Nevada, right? Isn't this is the town that's yeah. in Nevada? Well, I feel like they're outnumbered though. They need all those weapons. It's a, uh, it's a perfection. It's called perfection. No, um We haven't talked much about the movie. Should we talk about the movie <laughs> a little bit? Yeah, I just like how before you go, I read that also Kevin Bacon did this movie and he literally was apparently like pleading to his pregnant wife of like this is where I'm at my fucking career underground worms. Like he was he just was like depressed. One of Kevin Bacon's best movies, man. And then but then like the movie, movie like the TV show and they shot a pilot with Kevin Bacon yeah, but coming back show now. TV pilot for Tremors, and then it just like died on the vine. Topical. That, he was a. Uh, no, he was happy. Our, guys, you see how I tied that back to our other topic? <laughs> he was happy, uh, apparently, obviously, after and shit like that, but it was like during it. And this movie found a life on home. It was one of the few movies to make more than its budget back on home video. Yeah, because it bombed on. In the theater. They yeah. made $16 million. I mean, I didn't see this in theaters. Did anyone see it in theaters? Brian, you're the most... No, not that old. I didn't see it. I was still shitting in a diaper. Yeah. No, it was 1990. Were you alive yet? No, I was swimming old. in a nutsack then. Okay, there you go. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> but I, so what was your first introduction then, Joe? When did you see that? Oh, I remember seeing this as a kid. It was renting it on a like. I remember like being a blockbuster rental and like thinking it was a bunch of fun. And, like, my kid, brother like, was who's, like a little weirdo and he's into monsters and scary stuff and he yeah, wants to. This is a nice starter movie. Yeah, I, I, I have like, like it's got a little language. It's got a little creepiness, a little violence. I do love the way in the early part of the movie they build up with like the guy. They find the guy up on the. On the, you know up on the pole and who died of starvation and then you got the they find the guy whose face is down in his sheep farm and then you know the the guys out they, like they they jaws they slow build you you know mm-hmm. it's like a ninety minute version yes of jaws. I was gonna say literally so like, like went in and said aliens is jaws in space is like if jaws was in New Mexico <laughs> Anna just in the open but he's underneath the sand like it actually right the ocean is desert now yeah. you know desert now it's the oh that's the ocean and it's and it's better because it has amazing like, <laughs> amazing, like hey you it's said jaws that. but tighter you know yeah you know, it's, it's a strong it has a strong cast 
if if they make this movie today, would they make uh, Fred and Kevin a uh, couple? I feel like they were a good couple. I would. I think that would be an awesome no, addition. I think so. Movie actually, like I, I think, think if so. at the end the girl was like have thought they had a little chemistry with Kevin Bacon, and then he was like, "Oh no, me like this is my dude. Fred Ward's my man." Super tight. It'd be like uh, it'd be like in Monster House. So no one saw the second one, right? No. So, I, well, like I said, no. I think I we saw it. We should talk about this though, one. But... I was saying, you want, you want to talk about the second one? Just I was going to say, the second one, uh, there, there's a whole scene where this guy shows up to Fred Ward, who plays Earl Bowles, Kevin Bacon's partner, and he has a Grabboy video game in the trailer, and he's playing it, and this guy's playing it, and he's like, oh, this is what you got from like the whole thing? He's like, yeah. But Val took him and his girl, and he left for the L.A. And never came back. And like they had this whole like backstory how Val basically turned his back on Earl and took left the girl, girl behind and shit, and just left him behind. Took the girl. I was like, all right, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's Kevin Bacon all the way. But yeah, yeah but like that's, that's a very that's a very um <laughs> cliche. Also, actually, the the oh the world's ending. I just met this girl and we just fell in love during like yeah. You're trying to survive. You're you're covered in pumpkins. We've all seen speed. We know we know that like the adrenaline makes yeah. you feel like you're in heaven, you know, you want to hump or whatever. We know that. Is that like the trauma brings people closer together until they realize they hate each other fucking like six months later, like, ah <laughs> yeah, there's no more worms attacking, so I gotta go. The worms so it's like forever. I don't like the name. Uh, I don't like the name. Can we come up with a better name? Than graboids, yeah. Okay, uh, that's the thing. I think the idea is that the name is stupid. That's why the like the title of the movie. Like I always call them Tremors when I talk about them. I'll talk about them, and then I'll catch myself saying, "I'll be like, oh no, wait, it's like the Frankenstein, Frankenstein's monster thing." I'm like, actually, monstrous graboids. Well, Brian, Tremors, you know, Brian, it's also probably like Victor Wong. Brian, I'm sure it's also like how you probably have idiots when talking about Alien. They're like, well, the Alien. And not yeah. referring to a xenomorph. A xenomorph. Right? That's a great name. It is, that's a good name. Same with, you know, if we want to talk Prometheus. Because that whole series is created by a bunch of goddamn geniuses. That's why. <laughs> we didn't talk in news about alien, uh, Ridley Scott getting a third alien. Yeah, Disney's saying we might get the third Ridley Scott. Disney, Brian's oh. episode's next. He can fucking talk okay. about it. Okay, I'm right. sorry, but we you know a couple weeks. You know why you know, I think we, I like this movie a lot we as a get kid? On another, what? We should talk about something just like run through the plot in case nobody's seen Tremors who's listening and kind of then he listens to us to, to understand a movie. Yousef, run through the plot and then tell us your favorite thing, what you liked about it. Uh, the time is, you, the have, plot, you have 40 seconds. The plot is 14 psychopaths that live in one small town get fucked by a bunch of big ass worms underneath the ground. The Boom. End. And then what would then what was your point about it? Uh, I think yeah, I liked it as a, I think I liked it as a kid a lot because one of the solutions to their problems is the game that we all play, which is the floor is lava, and they're all yeah. trying to not touch the floor. That sequence of them um, on poles, and they're clearly not them. Like it's <laughs> like it's so. Some stunt people there. I'm sure, it's the same stunt person that uh, Bacon used in Footloose. Yeah, I would. I would have loved to him just dance versus the web. I feel like they're connected. How about the uh, the little girls? That's Lex from Jurassic Park. So yep. she had a tough life. She had this happen, and then she went right onto that Jurassic Park. Also, yeah. she's in the third one, playing herself. She's a rich grandpa. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. she, she comes but it's like, you know, John Hammond flew her out there to help her get over the trauma of like what happened in the Tremors town. And then, like, <laughs> then she yeah. breaks out at fucking Jurassic Park, too. You're cursed, girl. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she only did this. She did, she did that. She did uh, Angus. And then she went She's back like the, the love of Angus, right? Why does Which Angus sound familiar? She reminds me of uh, in that in Angus, she reminds me of Laura Dern in Mask. Yes, yes you uh, know, and it's like funny that they're in Jurassic Park together and they have a very similar vibe. Correct. Angus uh, Joe is uh, the the kid who ha- who's really good at football, and James Vanderbeek is the quarterback. He's breaking his nose. Oh, I only know that because you've mentioned it. Yeah, yeah. I talk about it a lot. Just like usual movies from the night. Angus is actually a good movie, guys. Don't let TJ's endorsement of it fool you. It's actually good. <laughs> Just because I mentioned a movie doesn't mean it's fucking bad. Um, <laughs> Tremors. That is debatable at best. Now, okay. Now, everyone's favorite scene from Tremors, starting with Yusef. Go. Oh, when uh, Kevin Bacon is pissing and scratching his ass. Nice. Joe, go. Oh, the, fir- the first reveal of um the... Tremor with the fucking tentacles. Oh, and the creature. The also, like Mike Jaws, they wait a while. Yeah, the first reveal to me is my favorite. Yeah, they trick you with that. Um, who did the... Do we? Did anyone... Uh, do? I was like, going to ask, who did the creature design? Are we? Was it anyone of note? Or? I don't know. I, you're on DB. I get on that. Tell us who did All right. it. That could Honestly, be... Winston, I would know, we would know because it, like we know It'd the one. Be. I was going to say, they, they literally used the entire practical effects up until the fourth one and then after the fourth one they go straight into the, the practical effects in this movie guy. look fucking great i so, love the practical effects in this like with joe's scene when he was talking about when that thing first comes out and he opens his mouth and then the tentacles slither out that's why i love it such a cool effect that's really well done so tj and I then when it breaks into a uh, bert and reba's basement that's a great yeah. scene amazing so, TJ. I want to ask you a question, though, uh, having talked about the effects, which is a really important part, the the recent ones, are they just using shitty CGI? Awful. It's really bad. Okay, it is. Uh, okay. It's like uh, a sci-fi channel-like type of stuff. That's what I, I figured. Yeah. So the visual no effects... surprise, but that's a bummer. Yeah. Yeah, no major house. That's one thing again, not that we always, you know, I know we kiss the Child's Play franchise ass a lot, but they slipped into CGI in their uh, first straight-to-DVD release, and I think they learned a lesson, and then the newest one, they dropped back in all yeah. practical. Oh, you mean the remake? No. I'm Go fucking with fuck <laughs> No, I, I agree <laughs> with you, though, because that, fir- that first, you know what, I'm not talking Child's Play. Yeah. I agree. We can leave Child's Play alone. Yeah, yeah I'll agree, but... They that first movie is that first new movie is really good minus the CGI. It's all I would say. Yeah, agree. But uh, TJ, what was your favorite scene? Oh man, I was gonna say I would probably say the lead up to the um, reveal of what the graboid is because all those kills from the guy who gets uh, dehydrated on top of the tower. To to uh, old man Fred's barn with all the sheep. I love when they pull the hat off the guy who's like completely buried. His face is looking straight up. That's a great. And we didn't talk about the lady who gets the whole car gets sucked down. That's really cool. At that point, you haven't seen the full graboid yet, so you're like, how do those little snakes drag a whole fucking car under? And they kept making reactions to everything. He's like, what the hell is going on? What the hell is going on? (laughs) Type of thing. You're just like. That's the perfect because you you know that Kevin Bacon probably is coming off of Footloose, 
coming off of maybe one other film he did. Thinking I'm going to be the biggest star in the world. I just can't go to mainstreams and automobiles. Yeah. <laughs> I just hooked up Bernie Madoff. Jaws. Um, it's crazy to think that Kevin Bacon also. The first half of the movie, I have to say that my favorite shit is probably the second half where you're getting a lot of like them devising ways to like trick the graboids and like di divert them and direct them. But like the whole bit with like letting the little mower run out and the, the whole thing with the girl on the pogo stick. Oh, the uh, pogo stick scene's a phenomenal. That's a great one. Uh, the, when the, when the girl's up on the water tower and she kicks the pipes so that the water drips on the ground and that draws them over, like all the little things they devise to keep it moving and keep it going. Yeah, like funny. I said, this the movie girl, is super tight. The girl in the pogo stick scene is when I was watching it, I was just thinking though, like in like with today's brain of like, what little kid is you like today is like pogo sticking around. There's like, she was sticking for like yeah. a title. She was like counting. You know, yeah. she wanted to get a record. Because that's what you did. In 2019, people are pogo sticking, but in their homes, you know. Well, they're dark. doing it with an app. They're like, it's like a perfect. No, they're pogo sticking. You know, they're sticking jerking things off. up their ass. Uh, oh, I well, they're <laughs> also. Uh, I was gonna say they're doing one of those. Uh, <laughs> uh, woof. Those. Uh, where were those things people were riding for like one summer? Those douchey fucking electronic like segways without the handles. Hoverboard, oh, the fucking like hoverboards that don't hover. Hoverboard. They just run around on the ground. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mike Tyson. I only ever saw people shit on those. I never saw anyone riding it well. well. I just saw I... videos of people eating shit. Yeah, because they're stupid. Yusuf, who's your favorite character in this movie? Kevin Bacon when he's peeing and scratching his ass. Tight. So like... tight, tight. Brian, who's your favorite character in this movie? Oh, Chang, maybe? Um... It was Victor Wong. But isn't his name Chang in the movie? Yeah, Walter Chang. Walter Chang. Yeah, yeah. His name's Chang in the movie. Yeah. And like, I love the way he rips off uh, Val and and uh, Fred Ward. He like he buys the thing for fifteen bucks, and then he's like selling <laughs> pictures with it and shit. I love all that. Um, Melvin. No one's talked about Melvin yet. Oh, question. I, even my eight-year-old son was like, "That kid sucks." <laughs> Is the guy who gets sucked down in the tire? That's uh, his dad, right? That's Melvin's his dad. dad. That's his dad. Yeah, yeah no room Melvin's to mourn. Dad. No room to mourn. Oh man, that's insane. Melvin mourned for like two seconds. I do like the scene where they give him a gun and then he shows to shoot it, and of course it's not loaded. So, Melvin, so like, well, it's like guys, it's like in like Star Wars, like no one mourns the destruction of planets. Oh, no, <laughs> guys, look around, we're down. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. <laughs> Yusuf, what do you got? Rate it out of uh, 13.9 stars. 13.9? Yeah. Uh, 6.5 Kevin Bacon scratching his ass. Jesus. <laughs> Joe, what you got? Wait, part, huh? Yeah. 13.9 13 is our scale? Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, Nine point six pogo sticks. Tight. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> Joe's pogo sticking for sure. Something like like maybe seven or eight out of ten, but out of thirteen, you gotta push it. So I'm yeah. probably with Joe somewhere in like the high nine points. Yeah, I was giving it trying to give it if you're doing the ten scale, I was trying to give it like a like right, a yeah. plus B minus. You know, we're going to the thirteen point nine scale. 
Everybody's which I like. Do I'm not that. complaining about the 13.9 scale. I think it makes a lot of sense. It would <laughs> keep seismology thing. I learned it from the girl in the video in the movie. In the video, what videos are you watching, man? <laughs> so yeah, I'd probably put it like the high nine points out of six out of thirteen points. I'm gonna even everything up and give it a ten point one and just wow, okay. you know what I mean. I think this is one of my favorite movies growing up, and I'm glad that I could pick this over a lot of other movies that were in my head, other than. SWAT. I know what the fuck you pick SWAT. This is <laughs> of all the movies. Yusef, this is better than SWAT, though, right? I mean, I know yeah. you. I feel like Yusef was did that thing where, like, he liked this as a kid, and he went back and watched it, and he he's mad that it sucked, like, no, so no, he doesn't no, want to talk about it very much. Was it a glass half full? Yusef was a glass half full. It's a streamer. Yeah, a glass half empty. It's a streamer. <laughs> it's a streamer. Look, we get even this up right now, Brian. You got the next episode, buddy. Oh, we're back to, we me oh, back to me already. Oh shit! Me already. Feels like a lifetime ago. It was before oh, Pittsburgh. I, I didn't say this. This is twenty five. So you got episode twenty six, my man. So we're coming up on our anniversary, also. Yeah, our one year anniversary. Who'd have thought we'd make it? Definitely Nobody. not you. Not me. Uh, <laughs> not, not, not me either. We have DMs of. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we all have seen my DMs. Um, so uh, I wanted. I've been watching. I don't know if anybody. We talked about streaming shows. We talked about shows that started on other networks and it got saved or whatever. Um, I've been watching Shit's Creek on Netflix. Nice. Really fun show. Uh, kind of one of those ones that I watched and wasn't sure about, and then everybody was raving, so I went back, and it definitely is as good as people said it is. Eugene uh, Levy is a comedy icon. So is Catherine O'Hara. His son know. is a fucking genius on that show too. He's great. Um, but somebody else who's on that show who I can't get enough of is motherfucking Chris Elliott. So I think that we need to revisit Cabin Boy for the next episode of Flyover State of Film. What? Please repeat yourself. Cabin Boy? Are you okay. familiar with Cabin Boy? I'm not Boy? familiar. I'm uh, not familiar. You suck. Like, you Chris just Elliott did... You just did exactly what TJ did to you. You mentioned <laughs> you mentioned Catherine O'Hara. No, like, no waiting for Guffman. No, and you guys also, if you follow me on Twitter, probably know that the fucking Christopher Guest movies are some of my favorites. Waiting for Guffman is probably a top ten comedy for me. I love that movie. I love but, Best in Show. No, what I want to talk about is. Okay, Cabin Boy. I'm into it. I love Bruce Elliott. Much like many SNL alums, he got a crack at a movie. And the crack at a movie he took was Cabin Boy. And I want to revisit it. You didn't you didn't want to you didn't want to take him as the villain. Fly over to a bunker, baby. You didn't want to you didn't want to take him as the villain in Snow Day. No Groundhog Day is the best friend. He's good in Groundhog Day. I like. And he's in Snow Day he, too. He's the villain. Some of the tip where he like tips big and lets the girl see him tip, and then he takes some of it back. That's his best bit in the whole movie. I'm, I'm kidding. All right, Cabin Boy. <laughs> I'm excited. I like Chris Elliott. I'm excited to revisit it. I remember it being very weird, but I liked it. So I'm really happy to go. I'm really excited to go back because I think comedy is the most subjective genre. So it's one of those things where we could all come fr- come away with something very different from this one. So I'm, I'm excited to check it out. I don't well, know. Guys, um, uh, this is a good sign. We're all going to have to buy it. Wait. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's right in there. It belongs right in there. Oh, nice. I Where'd think you- it's the but the thing is, I think it is the best of those three movies by far. So, Where, what is that? It belongs. You know what? It would be even better on a three pack with Night at the Roxbury and the Ladies Man. What's that three pack order right oh, now? Wow. <laughs> no, no, it's just Google Images. Oh, um, it's it's weird because it's not. 
I don't think it was a Lauren Michaels produced movie. I'd, I'll find out when I have the yeah, credits. Let's leave that heat for the next episode. But <laughs> I'm, I'm, interested, I'm really interested to get back to it. So I All hope right. you guys. Ooh, uh, ooh that that Blu-ray is gonna set you back. So uh. <laughs> so steal it. It's obscure, right? It's supposed to be can, Steal one. it offline, Brian. Where can we find you, bud? You know where to find me. I'm at Hershkillies on Twitter. You can also find the DVD bunk floating out there there's some episodes i haven't made a new one in a while but there's old ones you'll probably find a movie you like or a movie you've never heard of check it out um and that's about it Yusuf. uh what at why i love on uh, why i love movies on Pretty twitter baby, why i love doing reviews that nobody reads we, we can't let Yusef get laid before the show anymore guys way <laughs> <laughs> off his game women weeping legs Women weekend legs. <laughs> Bye. Joe, where can we find you? You can find me on Chendango at the DVD Bunker, where we do episodes that we talk about the movies from my movie collection. I like the idea that people might listen and think you, Matt, is you in those older episodes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joe, also, don't forget. We're using his middle name or something, and they just think that's Joe. <laughs> Joe, what's your episode with uh, Brian and Tom? Oh, that's a great idea. So uh, I recently uh, plugged Flyover and Guest before the, the feud. Before the feud <laughs> on the uh, Dunk and Zed show uh, with our friends uh, Tom Zambino and Ryan uh, Ohio Review, and uh, we had a lot of fun. We discussed Midnight Special. Uh, it was mostly me talking for an hour about how I love Jeff Nichols and Midnight Special. I mean, the, Brian doesn't let you talk here, so you gotta go to another show. Fucking <laughs> yeah. hardly. So let check me. it out, guys. I'm at I'm TJ at TJ Dex. You're on uh, Flyover State of Film YouTube right now. If you are watching this, you can see us on Spotify, iTunes, or any type any type of thing you can get your podcast. Wait, if you're on. listening to it, just whatever you're using to listen to it, find it on there again. Yeah, and yes. like and su- subscribe or don't. Hey, yes, yeah, subscribe. Right. Maybe clickable likes. If it's on a thing that you can review, maybe give us a review. I don't know how it works. <laughs> like, subscribe. Uh, you're not listening. Bye. No. Bye.